0: Welcome back, guys, to the From the Stands podcast. I'm Alec Wojak here with Alex Rodriguez, and we are back here with another episode talking about another match day coming gone from Major League Soccer. Uh, It was kind of, I don't really know. I think it was a really boring week, if I'm honest with you. Not much is going on. There's multiple nil-nil draws. Nothing truly exciting. Um, Yeah, that's just my take, really, just from just, like, Taking it for face value, Nothing what, what do really you think? Really exciting. Well, there's some, a few shocking results and a few changes in the table, and of course we're going to go over the table because the table looks really, really weird, and nobody would have expected some of the things that we have seen so far. From my yeah, perspective, yeah, I mean, I, think there's... I, I don't, I don't even know where to get started. Honestly, I mean, this,
1: this is completely flip flop for what I actually thought was going to happen. But I mean, maybe,
0: maybe this is the best part of MLS, right? The best part I think of this league is that you just really never know who's going to win. You don't really know who's going to be good uh besides like a couple teams like LAFC and LAFC uh for being really yep. really good. Like exactly. every team every year shocks you. Like that's really just the whole the whole thing of it cuz who would have thought that, uh, you know, Philadelphia after being, st- I mean, I mean, I guess you could say Philadelphia is a decent team, but back then they were, they just been I, like, a. Eh. I thought you were going to eh. make
1: a smooth transition into uh, St. Louis FC, finally losing their first
0: match to Minnesota United. Yeah, but I have a list of things we're talking about and they were at the bottom. Actually, no, They're Houston's at the, at the bottom. The bottom. Uh, yeah, the bottom. Of, of course. We're at the bottom of everything. Yeah. Bottom of everything. Bottom of the. Just you don't the- want to start with St. Louis. Fine, we can start with St. Louis. Yeah. St. Louis City at home lost their first game to Minnesota 1-0, even yeah. though they dominated this game entirely. Which is which is pretty shocking. I mean, if you take a look at St. Louis, like just their their uh, their city, their stadium, the atmosphere that they've kind of began to develop there, then you'd be like, oh, that's pretty pretty interesting that they lost. But they gave away a penalty in I believe the, the 78th minute. Minnesota slots at home. They carry away a clean sheet and a one, no win. Um, like I said, St. Louis dominated 16 shots on tar- uh, not on target, 16 shots compared to Minnesota's with 10. They had three shots on target and only one shot on target for Minnesota. 55 possession. Couldn't do much with it. And yeah, St. Louis, you know, they finally lose. And we finally, they kind of get their uh, welcome to the MLS moment.
1: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, they're still top of the league with 15 points. I mean, um, I will as well as top of the Western Conference. I mean, the only team behind them right now is Seattle Sounders, but LAFC still have a game in hand. But even if they win that, they will still be a point behind St. Louis. So um, I don't know. I mean, Minnesota is fourth in the Western Conference. So I feel like we don't give enough
0: credit to Minnesota. Minnesota just like one of those weird teams that you can never really like. <laughs> it's just I don't really know. They're just one teams. of those teams that just sneak their way into like into the top four as they are right now, and you're just like, oh crap, didn't even notice they were there. Yeah. So, um, well, look,
1: I mean, this is the interesting part for St. Louis now, right? They just lost to Minnesota United. I thought they were going to win this game, but next up they have Seattle Sounders and Cincinnati FC or FC and Cincinnati. So I really don't know how well on track they're going to keep this. This kind of, I guess, positive momentum they actually had I predict, going
0: on. I predict uh, a loss against Se- uh, Seattle. No, I predict two losses. I predict two. Lo- I, think predict- I, I think they lose back to back. I think they lose back to back game. Yeah. Think about. Oh, I hate to say it. Think about the form that our boy Jordan Morris is in. <laughs> the man who went to the World Cup ahead of everybody else. Anyway, he's in great form, and you hate MLS standard form. Um, he's in great MLS standard form. Um, and, yeah, I don't think the just the pace that Seattle's kind of setting for themselves, yes, they have one loss. Yes, they have one tie. They have four wins. They've scored 12 goals, only conceded three. It's pretty impressive for the early season like standards. And I think Jordan Morris is going to expose that St. Louis uh you know backline, and I'm pretty sure a lot of other Seattle players are as well. Because I think St. Louis honestly just has got, I, I don't want to say the word lucky because winning five games or whatever it is in a row is not luck. But they've got some pretty shocking defend like defending slip-ups from other teams that have gifted them goals and put them ahead of other people do you
1: think that comes from
0: the high press that they have yeah they definitely do press very very high but I think it's also a lapse in judgment for some of these defenders how many times have we seen it where they just pass the ball straight to draw Klaus and he scores or whoever else is up there for St. Louis yeah I mean it's not
1: it's not not typically happening with other teams but I think we still have to give credit to St. Louis very high pressing it's called create these um mistakes at the back but I think it's gonna be really interesting to see St. Louis fare up with some top teams this year, um, especially Seattle Sounders and FC Cincinnati. So I think that covers it. I don't know if you want to keep talking about them, but FC is an interesting, Dude. interesting team. As so well. like, yeah, I I decided to tune into FC Cincinnati versus Miami, and that was a weird game. Um, I mean, at first it looked like both teams were kind of just jabbing at each other. Um, I think Inter Miami's Best player is Pizarro, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but with FC Cincinnati, they're always so good at the counterattack. And it's it, it feels like almost every time they're going to counter, they, they're going to look to score. Um, of course, in that game, Inter-Miami had a penalty call, but it was outside the box uh, deservingly. So, but um, it I don't know if you felt this way throughout the matches, but I felt like the referees were weren't good at all, especially with Var. Var took way too long. And of course VAR had like of course VAR doesn't have a time limit, but if you're taking so long on a penalty review, why why are we gonna keep pushing the motive that oh it's gonna be a penalty if it's not Alex penalties.
0: is just speaking from PTSD, because uh, we'll get into it later, but Houston got some atrocious... Well, honestly, that game, we'll get into it, like I said, but Houston versus San Jose was atrocious from the refereeing like, standpoint, and, yeah, it was terrible. But Cincinnati's very interesting. They are top. They are top of the Eastern Conference. Four wins, two draws. They beat, uh, of course, they beat Houston Dynamo. Uh, tied with Orlando. And I don't know if you ever looked at the power rankings because the power rankings are kind of stupid, in my opinion. (laughs) From MLS? Yeah, but from MLS. I forgot where they ranked them, but Orlando, I think, was top five preseason power rankings. Yeah, That's insane. Orlando's not that good. Uh, So Cincinnati tie with Orlando. Then they beat Seattle Sounders. Oh, my gosh. They beat the Seattle Sounders, which is one of, I guess, you could argue two of the better teams in the league from this point in the season, go on to beat Nashville. Then, of course, they beat Miami, who are frauds, and we don't need to talk about them anymore because they're not interesting and they're <laughs> terrible. Um, so, you're just going to skip over that, that one result? The, oh, Chicago? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's interesting as well. Like I said, like we said, this MLS is one of the more interesting leagues you can watch. Because, like, just so you pick a team, a random team that you never heard of before. Like, if you're just watching MLS for the first time, they could either be at the very top or they could be at the very bottom. And then the next year they could, like, if they finish bottom, they could be at the top, like, contending for the title. It's really, really, really weird. But, yeah, Cincinnati, the tied Chicago 3-3. That was interesting. That's the only excitement that uh, Chicago has been, been been able to bring to their city so far. Because uh, other than that, it's just a miserable, miserable, yeah. miserable time. And then, uh,
1: continuing for them, they got Philadelphia next. And then St. Louis. We're all looking forward to them playing St. Louis. Uh,
0: and then, yeah, I mean. Then I, I, think, uh, I think bigger in this whole thing is uh Like we talk about it. I think we talked about it for weekend, week out now, but Toronto tying Charlotte two to two at home. At home. Toronto, what is going on in your in your city, man? Like I don't even know. I don't even know what's going on. Because like you guys have all the financial backing. You're you have the highest. I'm pretty sure you guys have the highest uh like just wage bill in the entire league. I think at twenty seven million. And like half of that, I'm pretty sure comes from Insigne or Bernadeschi. whichever one of those guys well, he, is didn't, he
1: didn't play this match as well. Just wanted to point out.
0: Who? Insigne? Yeah. He hasn't played all season. He, you know, yeah, he didn't play, but yeah. He hasn't played all season. He's been injured, fair enough. But like still, like we can't keep making excuses for Toronto. Maybe Toronto is just really overrated and they're just very, very bad. Because tying Charlotte at home is crazy. <laughs> Like absolutely crazy, you're tying Charlotte, Charlotte, <laughs> a team yeah, nobody I wanted mean, in the league. Look, I, I, it is weird, right?
1: How much money has gone gone into Toronto and they're not producing any results? It's actually, I mean, they're sitting ninth right now, but I mean, it, it is I, weird. I mean, they're they're only ahead of what? Well, inter Miami, Chicago. The Red Bulls, like these, are not impressive clubs to be ahead. Um, but being behind Philly, Orlando,
0: and NYCFC is kind of expected. Like, put this in perspective, right? Toronto, of course, Toronto has had a terrible season—only one win, four ties, and one loss. If I'm reading these right, because I did not scroll. Yep, I am reading that right. So yeah, they've only lost one time, but they've drawn four. Uh, let's look at let's look at Charlotte—only one win, two ties in three losses they've conceded 11 times they've only scored six goals so far this season they it's pretty bad it's pretty bad charlotte is pretty bad and the fact that toronto (laughs) couldn't take advantage of a terrible 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 team is actually pretty crazy and and speaking of uh speaking of that i want to bring it over to you mr alex i want to talk about your your team Why do you want to talk about me first? Why don't you talk about yourself, conceding late to Portland first? You lost to San Jose. I, I'm I just that. saying. You, you Come actually, on. You, you want me? I
1: feel like you want to get a reaction out of me. I do want to get um, a reaction this, out of you.
0: I want you to. I want you to like just explain. To I you. mean, there was a very, there was
1: there was a lot more interesting game going on. I mean, there was New England, uh, the Revolution playing ycfc That was a big game. Nashville going. on. No, I Canada just had a transition.
0: Now. That transition. Columbus Crew really even well. had
1: a, even had a big result against RSL. It looks like everyone's slamming rso right now. But yeah, Columbus winning four nil. That's pretty good. Vancouver was pretty you, bad. Fine, reading? we'll get
0: to Houston later on. Um, <laughs> we'll get to fine. We'll, we'll get to them later on. You, uh,
1: you do you want to know what I'm talking? About? I want to talk
0: about though.
1: What? Uh, LaFC versus Cla- uh, Colorado. What's going on, LA? Yeah, okay. Listen,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. listen, 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 listen. I tweeted it out and I said, "Hey, like LaFC fans, you guys don't look as clinical as years prior." I even said it in a podcast and. Uh, I'm pretty I sure it was, was the last podcast. Last week. And I honestly was like listening to it like while I was in the gym. Like just listening to like one specific part. I was like, I could be wrong. I honestly could have just totally pulled that out of my ass and just been like, like I don't know. I haven't watched a ton of LAFC games this year. I've watched some of them. I watched some on Dallas, of course. I watched I'm pretty sure their one against Portland uh after the LA- Galaxy and LAFC game got whole cancelled. Uh RIP to all the money that we spent in Los Angeles because of yep. that. And exactly. um yeah, another nil nil draw for LAFC, which is Against shocking. the
1: Rapids too, man. You just wouldn't Rapids, expect it.
0: As Anthony Hudson called them, a group of terrible players. Terrible yep. organization. Mm-hmm. If anybody doesn't know that, just go on Wikipedia, you'll find it. Just go to the, <laughs> the part where it says Colorado Rapids tenure or whatever. Uh, yeah. What is going on at LAFC? LAFC shockingly did not score against the Colorado Rapids honestly don't know was it at home or was it away uh, it was away but the, the, the funny part is, is
1: that Colorado had more shots more against, shots they had more shots and more shots on target against LAFC they also outpossessed them so neither of us watched it but I kind of want to rewatch it just to see how bad LAFC were to actually get you know some competition against Colorado or maybe Colorado's turning the season around we had, just don't have a clue uh I don't know because that's
0: kind of crazy. this is this is like look, Colorado's dead last if you're yeah if you're a Colorado fan this is like winning the World Cup for you because you guys are sitting <laughs> dead last you've only I don't know only, why I'm laughing we're probably gonna finish dead last hey as long as you don't finish dead dead last you're fine yeah yeah anyway um yeah so to tell everybody who probably doesn't pay attention to Colorado because nobody does because they're super super boring. Um, zero wins, three ties, three losses. They've only scored. You know how many goals they've only scored, Alex? How many? How many two, goals? two goals. That's the only. Oh, <laughs> that's two. Go, that's two goals in yeah. six games. Two goals in six games is actually kind of crazy. That's like Jaden Sancho's record at Manchester United right now. Anyway, yeah. um. I don't know why I just brought that up. It just felt <laughs> right. I know we I lost. Feel, the I actually, the other yeah, I feel day. bad for you. Yeah, we lost the Newcastle the other day. It is what it is. Um, yeah, and they've conceded eight times. They only have three points out of six games. Um, and those of you don't know. I mean, you probably do know, but you can get eighteen points from those six games, and they only have three. So <laughs> that's fairly, fairly embarrassing from LAFC standpoint. Who sit third in the Western Conference right now? that you know they didn't score a goal against this colorado team yeah um
1: yeah so interesting by lafc um and then who, who do they play next um lafc oh plays, next day okay next day have the Concacaf champions league which is actually yeah. this week This coming up week that's gonna be they play vancouver much. which should
0: it'll be interesting vancouver is an interesting place to play but We'll get into um, then league afterwards league, uh, they later play time.
1: Austin then back in Champions League and then they Ooh. have their El Tráfico.
0: Do they play Austin at home or away? Home. I imagine at home since they yeah. just played away. Yeah, yeah. That'll be interesting because Austin. I mean Austin isn't, isn't is not the had, same team. Of course this they just the had. Team. Of course this is just the MLS. This is weekend. the MLS I just at its finest. Like f- first six games in. You have LAFC not doing L- the uh, usual LAFC things. Then you have Austin who were, uh, I hate to say it again, yeah, but yeah, they were yeah, dominant yeah. last season and they sit seventh. They sit behind FC Dallas. Well, look, like,
1: the like, like, now they're San having Jose's a San Jose's ahead.
0: You let San Jose jump us? But San Jose like, ahead of us.
1: Like Austin's having a bye weekend, so
0: we'll see. San Jose they, has three wins. Uh, I, know, I know. You're one of them what is oh my god <laughs> i didn't even look at this i just oh, saw this man. just now yeah san, jose san jose's is
1: fifth. fifth yeah i i don't oh. yeah it's it's actually crazy to me um so i i yeah i don't know if san jose is a super team but how, wait how did you feel watching that game
0: i get yeah we can we can get into this now. So. you want to get to the houston dynamo <laughs> game now here just watching see. it this was it so after my uh complete and utter disappointment of tying portland who are terrible i guess we suck too uh Portland still sit 10th. This is just weird, too. Like I said, MLS, the MLS. Well, team. look, they're missing a lot of the key players. That's why. This game sucked. It was so boring. <laughs> and I'll say this because, like, Houston, like, if you watch Houston, they kind of have a rhythm to them, and they did not have a rhythm in this game. Nah, no, not at all. Yeah, which was just hard to watch. The refereeing was absolutely disastrous, as Alex will probably get I mean, into. That, that, that's coming from an FC Dallas fan, too. This is coming from an FC Dallas fan. Like, the penalty that, um, like, was given for against Houston, very soft, very very soft. But then you flip it back to the next pen that happened. Uh, I forgot it was the first or the second one, but it was the one where Houston scored. It was so so soft. Like yeah. the, I'm pretty sure the guy was anticipating the contact and he just flew himself to the ground. Like. There was contact, but it wasn't like oh my gosh, it's a penalty. It was like it was
1: like, it was like top of your toes to like the very like back of your. A- it was a- like, like uh, Achilles. Like it, it was like the most faint touch ever. And it was a
0: pretty quick check as well. Pretty yeah. quick check, and I'm like, okay, so this is how this game's um, gonna be. And I honestly don't remember the other goal they scored against you, like the other pen, the other penalty. Pen, the, the other penalty. <laughs> I knew it was a pen, but I forgot how exactly it happened yeah. or anything like that so i uh i'll let uh, alex take over no look (laughs) i mean so i mean we played uh, how
1: many games have we played away from home let me double check because every time we play away from home we are disastrous so we opened up our season opener against cincinnati um, and then we went to New, Eng- New England. So those were, those were top teams to play against uh, away. So we lost. Well, we time. didn't know that at the beginning. Let's no, be honest No, Yeah, we didn't, we didn't know that, right? So I had a really h- harsh start. <laughs> and then uh, so we, we bounced back against two, two wins against Austin and NYCFC, which in my Never opinion thought. were actually strong, right? Um, and then we go to San Jose. I'm feeling confident. And then we, we lose away, which I'm not surprised because every time we play away, we are disastrous. Like we just cannot control the ball playing out the back. I don't know if it's nerves or anything, but I I, I feel like we even as a defensive unit we weren't able to structure structurally um, play with one another and read cues correctly. Um, but the game actually felt like a basketball match, which was kind of hard to watch. Um, but then, I, yeah, our first penalty we conceded. Uh, it was it was just a handball, which was unfortunate. Um, in the box so I think got scored on like the first 10 minutes or so and then after that we uh, we got a PK in which you said um, and we had another penalty shout um, which wasn't called um, surprisingly uh, by VAR Um, and then afterwards San Jose gets another penalty and scores I don't I don't think the result was necessarily fair I thought both teams were terrible um, but at the oh, end yeah. of the day, there's only so much you can do, especially when no goals were scored in open play. Like, no no team, I felt, like, thoroughly deserved to win the game. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, we we come out with a loss and probably uh, we look
0: forward to hosting LA Galaxy, which is going to be interesting. And, like, moving, moving on to LA Galaxy, what a terrible start to their season. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. They currently yeah. sit 12th, okay? And that's not impressive seeing as – going from 11th all the way down to 14th in the Western Conference, all sit on three points. But LA Galaxy… Okay, okay. Could you say LA
1: Galaxy had a rough start, like, with the opponents they played? Or are they just not playing well? Uh, Everything. Everything,
0: everything. just everything. Nothing's working right. That's how, that's
1: how I feel. I feel like nothing's working
0: for them. So, okay, they open up their season. They were supposed to. At the Rose Bowl against LAFC, which me and Alex were there for. Anyway, <laughs> ahead, I'm always going to bring that up, which I'm yeah. always disappointed about. Because we went to L- LA, and it was the most disappointing like trip I've ever been on. Because the like, game got rained out, yeah. The game got rained out. The next day we were there, it was sunny. We, we went to the Santa Monica Pier. That's how sunny it was. <laughs> yeah. People were on the beach. That's how sunny it was. There was no rain in sight. There was no cloud in the sky. Anyway. So LA Galaxy, they don't they uh open up their season uh to us, FC Dallas. We beat them 3 1. Um then they then, go on yeah. to play Sporting Kansas City, which they tie nil-nil. Um yeah, that just says it all. Sporting <laughs> yeah. Kansas City are like they're they're 13th, they're right below LA Galaxy. So I guess it's an even affair if you really think about it. Then they tie Vancouver, who's sitting ninth. We tied Van- FC Dallas tied vancouver as well so i'm i'm really not saying vancouver is a terrible team they only have one win but they sit ninth in the playoff place i mean they just
1: won five no but i guess it was because they played montreal but
0: montreal is terrible too they, they they sit bottom of their conference as well then they yep. then they go on to portland which they tie uh i don't know portland's fighting for their lives right now That's yeah they, I yeah say. portland they fighting. is fighting is in a they hole. are survivors <laughs> And then they lost to Seattle Sounders. So LA Galaxy's had a miserable, miserable season uh, with all the protests with, uh, with Chris Klein, I believe his name is. Uh, all the protests, the boycotts, people. Like, if you go, there was a guy, I forgot his name. He was posting on Twitter. He was like, this is like this goal, this goal happened. Then he would take a video of the entire uh, stadium and how s- dead silent it was. Jeez, like you know when you're in a school cafeteria like like a lot of what people kind know, of analogy dude, is? this is what it sounded like. it's just like a lot of just chatter there's a lot of people talking that oh, was okay it. okay yeah, there's yeah. no like atmosphere it was just like a, a social event where there's a ton of people there and they're just talking so obviously the noise from their talking makes sounds and that's what yeah. it, that's what it sounded like okay that's so exactly, it was just like chatter going on Exactly, it's just dead silent, pretty much. There's nothing there. Like LA, I would hate to play for LA Galaxy right now. Yeah. Just like, uh, you know, just no. Yeah, that's going imagine, on at
1: imagine, imagine LA reaching out to you and you're like, okay, I'm gonna go to LA. I'm gonna have a great time in the city, and I'm gonna Ricky play Puked. for. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna play for a, a historic club, and then you get there, and then you're you're playing with protesters who are there every day at the stadium, telling Chris Klein to get out of the club. And then no one shows up to your games when you've won five MLS trophies. Like, I feel like it has to be disappointing as a player. And I wonder, of course, these are professionals and they go out there and do their job because that's what they're being paid to do. But I wonder how hard it is to keep pushing through that as the season goes on with such a rough start. Um, But now they're going to come away to Houston Dynamo, play against us. Um, which I think we can fully snatch three points. I mean, I'm feeling confident. I've never felt confident playing against LA Galaxy, um, but now I feel confident. And then right after that, they have El Trafico, so they're gonna fly all the way to Houston, then fly all the way back to LA just to probably lose against LAFC, which they, they actually will. So, is it uh, at home for them or is it away? I mean, does it matter? It's it's, a, it's home. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be an LAFC
0: home. Do you game think? I don't day. know. I don't know. I feel like so. There comes a point and I think and this is from an outsider like fan perspective like I'm I don't care about the LA galaxy they can go go screw themselves for all they want like I don't I don't care but like there comes a time when the organization has to have a look in the mirror and be like okay this guy Chris Klein they haven't been able to sign anybody or like they weren't able to sign anybody before because of him they put the MLS put transfer bans on them and they couldn't they couldn't do a lot of things uh, they had a lot of just like stuff going against them i forgot maybe it was even the draft picks maybe it was like the tam or tam and gam whatever general can, allocation yeah mean. like all that stuff i don't know exactly all that was there but i can imagine some kind of fines and like suspensions were in order there he's the root of the problem these fans know it and i've never seen an american club just like so pissed off before before like this whole thing happened like if Yeah, I don't know. This is like a first I've ever seen it, but LA Galaxy, you guys have issues, you have problems, you need to fix it. Because if you're playing at home and it's LAFC, you want to have that atmosphere, you want to have a atmosphere, you don't have a school cafeteria, as I said, sitting in there, like, it's a library. It's, it's gonna, gonna be the a analogy. library
1: What's an analogy? school school cafeteria was it i think and... it was good
0: i think it was good i <laughs> fair think enough. that's exactly no fair it...
1: enough fair enough um but i feel like you know, like you said at the end of the day um you, you can't be home to your closest rivals getting thrashed and have no atmosphere that's i feel like uh, what is the future gonna look like for la galaxy if this guy is still at the club uh,
0: yeah and I think so, the last the last club I think we should go to is the the great almighty chokers FC Dallas oh um, yeah I was so happy watching this game
1: oh my god I mean you were probably happy that we lost but I was also I was also I was happy. say you lost yeah I was
0: gonna say I was just happy seeing you just choke at the end like per usual yeah they, I, I don't know what to say anymore like I went on my whole rant last time but like I mean I'll, I'll say it again we need players like Hazers Ferrer, Paolo Riola, you guys are not doing very good right now. Paulo Riola, especially. They put that captain's ban on you, man, and you disappeared. <laughs> I don't even know where you are. Uh yeah, there's dude like our situation right now is just so weird. Yes, we're sixth and we're in the like the main playoff spots, but the dude, it, like just it, watching it us watch so pretty, bad. Yeah. We're playing against a depleted Portland team, and we can only put one goal past them. And then, like, we just – we like, it just seems like we lack so much, like, structure. Like, I I don't even know. Our only bright spot – our only bright spot is Alan Velasco. And, like, that's it. I think that's it. That's pretty much. Uh, Tafari, he's been a pretty good center back, I won't lie. But Alan Velasco, man – He's the only reason that this club like isn't like sitting lower than it is right now. And I honestly will probably say that he's probably gonna leave at the end of the year. If we don't change something, because like look, this is a young Argentine who's pretty good. I think he could play somewhere in Europe, but
1: I mean he's he's probably a tier below Thiago Amada at this point. Yeah. I mean
0: Tiago Amada is just in a league of his own in terms of like quality. Then there's Alan Velasco who just like he's a very good attacker and i i don't know maybe you could compliment him as a houston dynamo fan but he's a very just like avid attacker and he's like that's all that's the only I mean, reason like his, we are his first
1: thought is just to go to goal like you exactly. see him get on the ball it's just drive drive go to goal i mean he he gets a touch on the ball she's no option he just thinks all right i'm just oh gonna yeah go there is it. no options because yeah.
0: is a lazy whatever Right
1: now. So, I mean, like that, I feel, I can agree. I feel like whenever we play against y'all, the only thing I'm scared of is probably Jesus Freire. I'm not, or not I Freire, uh, Alan Velasco.
0: I don't know what happens to Jesus Freire. I don't know what happened to him, but like, like, just like, and this is what I hate too. And that's like the only thing I'll say about it because like, we play Inter-Miami and I'm per- hopeful we can get a result, but who knows what's happening. But like, let, let's just think about it for a second though. Like, I hate that there's FC Dallas, like, fans and accounts out there who, like, defend this team. Like, they just defend this team. They're like, oh, there's a lot of positives to take in from this. No, no one's really saying, like, the truth about it. No one's, like, really saying the problems that this team has. They just want to focus on the positives, then just completely forget that we tied uh, Portland. We also tied Vancouver. And then we also – I'm pretty sure we beat Kansas City, but – yeah, that's embarrassing in itself that they were terrible. They didn't score a goal until they played us. Like, the entire FC Dallas, like, team is in shambles right now. Um, Alex is here to see it, which is, you know, hurts me inside. But uh, yeah, we didn't lose to San Jose, so that's all that matters.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, but, I, yeah, I mean, like, I, 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 what was funny from watching the game is you score first, right? So I think you you probably had – how much more times did you have? Did you sc- I think you had, like – 20 or 15 minutes left in the game Uh, you're winning 1-0 um and then right before portland scores you sky an opportunity that was like almost one-on-one with the keeper i don't know if you remember that but i forgot who it was was like one-on-one with the keeper skies it right after oh no
0: it was paul areola but it was a deflection uh, nah, but it, it it was kind of okay, as but a, yeah, as a should, goal should kick, have though, right? should have hit the should have hit the should have hit <laughs> so, the. So so the referee said Absolutely. it was goal kick.
1: So I will agree with the with the referee, and, and then Portland oh, and, the, the and, then, and then Portland ended up going on the attack and score. So it, it, it was great to watch as a Dynamo fan. Um, but I mean, later in the day we lost. So uh,
0: <laughs> no positive vibes over here. Yeah, so, I don't. It, I don't know. Um, it's, uh, it's a it's a weird weird whole thing. MLS is weird. Uh, like I said, Houston Dynamo take on the Galaxy next. Then we take on uh, Inter Miami next. So yeah, I mean, look, the, should so, be should be results for both teams. So realistically. for the next
1: match day, match day seven, uh, we'll be looking at what teams are you excited for? I think uh, LAFC is Austin awesome. definitely a game we're gonna be keeping up with. Um, and then, of course, the games you just mentioned, and then Seattle Sounders versus St. Louis. Uh, that starts at 9:30 p.m. Uh, Central Time, so
0: that would be great to watch. Um, New York, it. Uh, New York City, Atlanta—that could be. I think that could be a good one. Cincinnati, Philadelphia. Yeah, but th- it's not the same Philly team anymore. I feel like we're expecting Cincinnati just to win that game. Yeah, I think so. I think me and you are just mainly going to be tuned, like, besides our games. um, This is the only thing that I hate about Apple TV. They're all – every all single game team. is stacked into one day. Yeah. Like, I understand you want, like, the the main goal of it all was to, you know, like the fans know when their team is playing and all that. But, like, come on. Uh, every single game on the same day at the, pretty much the same time
1: almost at the same time it's it's, it's pretty difficult to start keeping up with other other results exactly. when you're, you're trying to be focused on your own on your own game exactly like, so
0: like it's tough for me and alex like my games at 6 30 uh your game i imagine your games at the same time it, yeah, your, yeah yours
1: no, is at 7 30 but at the same time i want to watch you play but then at the same time i want to see lafc yeah Austin. I
0: yeah, right. I want to see both my team lose, and then I also want to see Austin lose. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just I my team for saying that. But, you know, it is <laughs> what it is. Uh, ooh, a real cracker of a game. Real Salt Lake versus Charlotte. Ooh.
1: Uh, that, that's going to be a good game.
0: No, a good game um, will actually be Seattle versus St. Louis. That's what I'm
1: saying. That's, that's actually going to be an interesting game to watch. Battle at the top of the Western Conference. Um, I mean, these are games that... I mean, if you want to be taken seriously as a teenager, you must win games, especially at Lumen Field. So, I mean, I think the best – I mean, the hardest part about going to Lumen Field is listening to the – or was it? Where the where the Lumen Field chants? Um, come on, Seattle. Yeah, come on, Seattle. I mean, just going over there. I mean, you just want to listen. and win. <laughs> and win.
0: Yeah, so, I mean – That that's sets gonna... U.S. soccer back like 10 years. Yeah. like – that's, that's basically
1: why we still don't have promotion relegation. Um, uh, but I don't know. Maybe Jordan Morris loves that, and that's why he's on the tear. So we'll see what happens. Um, but I think other than that, I think that covers yeah. up mostly Match Day
0: 6. Match Day 6 was an interesting one, as is every endless week. But, yeah, we will be back, guys, for Match Day 7 coming up this Saturday since every game's on a Saturday. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, you guys want to hit then- us up? Talk to us on Twitter. Email us if you want to. Our email is in our Twitter bio, at the Stands Pod. Did I get it right? Pretty sure I did. Yeah. I, I mean, you started,
1: you started. You Yeah, you started correcting me. So I don't yeah, know I started right. correcting
0: you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't believe know. in yourself, bro. Believe in yourself. I do believe in myself. But yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. guys, that has been from the Stands Podcast, and we shall catch you guys next time. See you.